Yo, what up? It's your boy Wavy McGuire, aka the ignorant know-it-all, aka the lazy genius, aka. Yo, did I have another aka? <laughs> I had an aka. I forgot what aka it was. I wanted to use, but I'm chilling with my man, the Brooklyn Basquiat, aka the Brooklyn Bambino. Welcome to the show, everybody. Yo, welcome How's everybody to the show. doing? What's good with y'all? So you know, Christmas done passed. Did you get what you wanted for Christmas? Yeah, I, I definitely got that's what I got. Yeah, I definitely, you know, got. Uh, spend time with the family you know that's what christmases are you know you usually you know i know people are talking about oh it's a pagan holiday or this and that uh, this is who you're working but but you know to, to be honest we forego all of that nonsense right. and we really get to the bottom of what christmas means to us you know what conspiracy and christmas means to us is family yeah you, but you know what conspiracy theory is out there like everyone is saying that jesus was not born on december 25th right he was actually born on 9 11 yeah yeah. Which is interesting. It is interesting. That was, and, and, you know, I mean, like I've always said, I don't think, you know, Jesus is the man that we see today in these statues and depicted in these churches. Um, you know, he's a black man. But um, it's just interesting that they say that, you know, his his, his birthday is 9-11. It, interesting, right? Wow. That specific day. And, you know, considering what happened during 9-11 a few years right. in 2001, you know, it's interesting that that specific date is, is so That's important. weird to me. That's you know, weird. Speaking of, you, you know, they say Jay-Z is coming out with a new movie, The, the Book of Clarence. Do you know what that's about? No, I don't know what it's about, and I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> You're not going to watch no. it. Because for some reason, I like that actor, but for some reason, ever since he 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 uh, killed uh, Fred Hampton <laughs> in that movie, I was like, yo, I hate his fucking character. I hate him personally. You know what I'm saying? He killed that. He killed that character. Yeah, he I mean, he did well in that character, but he's a fucking snitch, and... Um, you know, more power to you. So I will definitely not be looking forward to watching this Jay-Z movie, The Book of Clarence. Therefore, you can get the book of uh, the cookbook. Just get a cookbook. But it's, that's it. It. <laughs> it, it, it. It's a cookbook. Just like that, right. that uh, Twilight Zone episode. But which Clarence are they talking about? Clarence Carter or Clarence Thompson? <laughs> I, I, have no, I have no idea. You know, I, I was confused about that. I didn't, I didn't really know, right. you know, what the theory is behind that movie. You know, then, of course, some people are saying it's blasphemous. Right. Because I guess uh, Clarence is trying to imitate uh, Jesus. Yeah. So, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I guess you have to see it to make a, a, an find, accurate me, uh, yeah. judgment on the movie. Let me find out this, this dude is playing a, a Karn artist. <laughs> you know, posing as Jesus Christ himself. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So, but but speaking of, of movies and conspiracy theories, you know, one movie that I has still been have not seen that I still have the not YouTube seen that movie. Streets on Fire is have Leave not, the yeah. World Behind. And I know you but spoke for about those, it. For those who, who who haven't seen it, uh, you know, it's a film produced by the Obamas, uh, which would uh, raise an eyebrow. You know, sets of red flags up there. You know, if you haven't seen it yet, it's on Netflix. It's called leave the world behind uh it's an interesting concept uh i think is uh i think it's filmed very stylish there's a lot of things going on in the movie in the background that, that you might see or you might not see but you you might uh, see it after the movie en uh, ends but it's kind of telling and and, and maybe it's predictive program of uh, you know things to come in the future in the near future you know you know we 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 always prognosticated here on the show hmm, that what's that word again prognosticate those, well, yo, those, son those, i those haven't those, heard those you those Jesuits, those Son, uh, that I Jesuit have not boy. heard you say a Fordham 
vocabulary word in so long. <laughs> Can you tell everybody again what that word was? <laughs> it, it basically just means for, forecasting, uh, you know, uh, fortune telling. In the view. But, but we all say, uh, you know, we've said it in the show for the past uh, three, four years that, that 2024, 2024. Is, the, is the year where, where the U.S. is going to go through amazing transformation. Uh, more accurately, April 8th, 2024. That's what when the last solar eclipse of the U.S. comes through. And, it, you know, it's, a, it's supposed to be an ominous sign. So if you watch the movie Leave the World Behind, you know, check it out and, and let us know what you think about it. Well, I haven't seen it, and I know you spoke about it, so you must really like this movie because it's the second time he's talking about it. And, yeah, um, yeah, that's it. You know, my, my week was cool. You know, just work. And, I'm, I mean, I'm, we, we have one more, one more week. This is the last week of... 2023 mm-hmm. and then we're into 2024 so this will be the last show for the new year um you just want to go out with a bang just talk shit you know smoking a cigar as usual he's smoking a cigar i think i have this new cigar it's called a mcfly um which is a cuban dominican seated cigar um which is really good because it's like a, 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 a old school 70s feel you know what i mean because they have the other one that's called what uh the soul fight no what's the other one Superfly. this is Superfly. other one is uh soul something right mm-hmm. i don't know but it's a really good cigar um and you know we just smoking it you know the last show kid, <laughs> the, the, before the new the, year before the new year you, you know i feel like i feel like the year kind of like Snuck up on us Like mm-hmm. Well one minute We were in Thanksgiving And, and now here we are yeah. Christmas is passing And we're all preparing for And I'm still Eve. full From Thanksgiving I'm still full From Thanksgiving <laughs> Half and going though. That, That's why I think uh, Yo, We're yeah. all going On a liquid diet <laughs> I guess for the next Two yeah. months Because uh, we've been Stuffing our faces with, I with, definitely with don't separate... want to gain weight. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I don't want to gain more weight. And you, you know, when you're with family, you know, that's all you do is drink yeah. it. But, but but yeah, no, it's it's coming up fast, and and we're excited for it's it. Crazy. Uh, I'm smoking the Camacho. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's called the Scorpion. I see there's a Scorpion on here. You know, it's a Connecticut. That's good. You know, which uh, you know Camachos are uh, cigars, uh, are Honduran cigars, right? Yeah. So you know, it's it's pretty yeah, good. It's pretty light. It's, that's it's, good. it's not like a heavy cigar. So it's not. Uh, no, it's not. I, okay. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Uh, you, you know, I I, I love um, most cigars as long as it has a pleasant uh, right. smell. Uh, uh, because, I, you know, from this cigar, like before I lit it up, like the cold drawer, which is a etiquette term that cigar aficionados use, such as myself, <laughs> such as Brooklyn Basquiat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the cold drawer, meaning you don't put a flame to it, you just draw it as it is. Um, you know, I did get like a lot of flavors to it, so I was, you know, I definitely tasted like, you know, some cherry, some vanilla. There was like hints of cocoa, nutmeg. Um, you know, but um, you know, actually smelling the cigar, I didn't want to say smell the shaft pause because then that would have sounded so crazy. Wow. But smelling the cigar wow. itself, um, you know, it had like like leathery notes to it. it had like you know like a like a barnyard smell to it um you know pep, like a little bit of pepper but it's not overwhelming you know what i mean i think this cigar would you know i think people would enjoy this cigar if they really wanted to try it out um it's called a mcfly again on yours like what what was the the, the cold draw in the, in, the, in the notes that you got on yours you, you know for, for me this is a. Uh... Let me open the window on it because it, it, it now now it's becoming like a 
like a little bit of uh, a medium cigar. Mm-hmm. But before it started off just light, you you know, uh, you know, wood chips, things like that. Right. A little bit of grass. That's dope. Uh, but but nothing. You know, it's, it's it's a smooth cigar. You know, Connecticut's tend to be like very very smooth. Like exactly. if you're a cigar smoker or if you're starting, you know, you should always start off with Connecticut. Those tend to be a little bit lighter right. and not overly complex. You know, uh, for avid cigar smokers like well, we are, you know, we we like a more complicated uh, smoke. Have a lot of complex flavors. Yeah, a lot That's of complex like. flavors. You know, sometimes when we say complex, you know, you you smell, you know, you taste things like a little cheddar, right. a little leather. You, you know, a, a little cinnamon. You, you, you sound know, like you're making a fucking grilled cheese sandwich. No, no, but but, but, but that's the thing. You, you know, when, when, when you have a good cigar, complex right. cigars, you get, you know, your palate Indeed. picks up on all, all of those things. And, and it does. It does matter. It does Not matter. all cigars are equal. Right. So so the, the Camacho Scorpion right now, it's, it's a smooth, it's a clean cigar. It's nothing that's overwhelming good. or overpowering. That's cool. So you know what I wanted? I, I, I know, you know, Christmas, they showed like a lot of Christmas holiday movies. Uh-huh. Um, like you know, they 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 were showing uh, Trading Places, which is a top five Christmas movie on my list. Uh-huh. Uh, they showed Die Hard, um, which is in my top five, and they also showed, of course, as usual, every year around Christmas, they do a Christmas Story, which is my ultimate Christmas movie. Um, you know, but there's some people that 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 debate that Trading Places. And Die Hard are not considered Christmas movies. Those are Christmas. Let me get your thoughts on that real quick before you know. You you know for for me you know those have always been Christmas movies, especially mm-hmm. Die Hard. You, you know it's always been. I consider it a Christmas movie. Trading Places as well. You know of course you know you have the regulars like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Yeah, you know after Thanksgiving you know we we always watch March of the Wooden Soldiers. You know things right. like that. There are certain movies. I've that, always said that March of the Wooden Soldiers was a great Christmas movie, but they always show it on Thanksgiving. No, for me it's always Thanksgiving. Right. Thanksgiving is March of the Wooden Soldiers. So gotcha. we do that every year. But but for me, you you know, it, it's not Christmas until I see Charlie Brown Christmas, right. <laughs> and, and I see Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. You know, once right. I watch those cartoons, those old school cartoons with, you know, the great Burl eyes singing and and Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and all of that stuff. Oh man, it just do you want to hear a funny the... conspiracy theory behind Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? What is it? so I heard. That during the winter seasons, right, the male deer loses its antlers and the females grow their antlers. Really? Why? I don't know. This is somebody was explaining this and I was just like, I was like, this is a great conspiracy just to spark up a debate or a conversation uh, for feminine women or, you know, for feminists out there to say, yeah, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was in fact a female if the males lose their antlers during the wintertime and the females grow their antlers during the wintertime. I don't know. I just have to look into that. It was it was weird. This person was breaking this shit down and I was just like, huh? 
but it sounded <laughs> it sounded interesting, and right. I was like, hmm, you could be on to something. Ne- never heard that, uh, that conspiracy theory, but, but you know, so, so, so obviously some of these conspiracy theories they're, they're far fetched. Uh, right. but, but you know, you have to take everything with a grain of salt. It, uh, a lot of it is all in fun, and some of it can be quite serious. You right. know, some of it, you know, you, you know, I call people out there that just don't believe. I was like, I call them coincidence theories. Like mm-hmm. it's like you know, all these things are happening at the same time, and you still don't think there's any connection between right. them. You know, uh, you know, I, I don't know. It's it's not a, it doesn't become a theory anymore. It becomes something else exactly yeah so, so so what else is going on what sports, you been watching yeah tell, you know, tell me about, the, about sports tell um, me about the eagles yeah the eagles are the eagles are fucking up as usual i don't know what it is i think you know the script as we always talk about the script um you know they, they just a lot of bonehead plays um you know we played the giants you know christmas day and it was just it was just horrible to watch you know what i mean it was like it was like watching Watching the Eagles play on Christmas Day was kind of watching your child do a sing-along performance in grade school and the child does not know the words but they just move their mouths as though they are singing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a great analogy to what I just said there but... It was just hard. It was just painful to watch. You know what I'm saying? You, I don't know. It you, was. I think that could have been the wrong analogy, but it was just painful to watch. Or, you know, just painful to watch your child do something and it's just like, oh my goodness, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. It was just painful, son. Well, well, you know, I'm the conspiracy theorist uh, on here, and and uh, for many years I, I've been saying that a lot of these games uh, a little bit scripted. It looks. Uh, it looks scripted, but but now I, I feel like the NFL has a big problem. There, there's been like huge problems with officiating. Like we're all watching the game, same play. We're all watching the same game, and the and and the officials have made such bad decisions, such bad calls. It's becoming obvious that the NFL. I think they're now in partnership with right. like DraftKings and things like that. You know what's so interesting? Don't mean to cut you off, but you know how we always like eat not not us just um analysts and you know espn these commentators like they always focus on what the game is like they always focus on what the players are doing right they always give you like the pros and cons of the players and shit like that and they but they never really sit there and talk about the bad officiating they never talk about that but well you have to remember you know they work technically for the nfl so you know if they they start you know they mention it like briefly he said well you know i didn't see that you know but obviously the officials saw something you know they have to say like that because remember they work for the nfl and 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 no i'm just talking about yeah but i'm just talking about those you know so i don't think they're gonna you know i'm not talking about the the athletes i'm talking about the commentators commentators, right stephen a smith you know skip bayless right uh we're talking about why are these guys not even mentioning you know what i'm saying just because and i'm not saying i'm not saying like ridicule them as 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 you talk about these athletes you know as they fuck up you talk about how the refs fuck up because refs do fuck up but they can't they can't get into the rest because their bread and butter is the sports product and once the sports product becomes like questionable 
or, or not valid, then, you know, everything comes down, you know, the house of cards falls down. So, you know, they can't get uh, too much into the oh, officiating. That's why when, when the coaches or the player make a comments about the officials, that's why they get these huge fines, right? $100,000, $50,000. And you wonder why when we all saw the same thing. So, so you know, you can't really question the product. A lot of those commentators don't question the product because that's their bread and butter. That's where they make a living off of. So, shit you know, is, that, that's the so way trash. it is. But, but going back to the Eagles, so what, what do you think? Are you guys in the Super Bowl? What, what, what do you, what's your forecast? Like, what, how far do you think you guys are going to uh, go? Man, Who do you was, guys think I you're going to play? I was looking at the logistics and the analytics and all this <laughs> shit. And the numbers, you know, like the, the Eagles are plus 800. So I'm not knowing what that is. I was just reading. Like, they're plus 800. So there's like a 17, there's a 17.5% chance of them making it into the conference game, right? There is a 15.5% of them winning that conference game. And then there's a 7.5% chance of them making it into the Super Bowl. And then there's a 1.5% chance of them winning the Super Bowl. So I don't know these these fucking numbers. Where are these numbers coming from? It's like it's like these 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 sporting these sport bet companies are just pulling numbers out of their ass like a magic trick and just saying, hey look, here, boom, this is what it is. You know what I, I'm saying? I, I and I'm just I like I think there's a, a great book that uh, Bill Gates uh reads it's called lying through statistics <laughs> and, and, and i think a lot of those analysts are, are just playing nonsense they're talking nonsense so so, so if, you think if, that's if, the for, numbers for, that they're getting they're getting for, those numbers i from think that they're book? just making up numbers I, wow. I think they're getting numbers from that book i think they're using stats and manipulate you know right. you manipulate numbers but but you know everybody knows that i'm a huge giants fan of course you know and of course we're working towards the top five draft you know everybody knows i want uh, drake i want drake Zay. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know if we're gonna i don't know if we're gonna get drake but we at least we win the not top the five. rapper Drake. We're talking about We're the talking quarterback, about the quarterback from North Drake Carolina. Drake correct, right? But you, you know what I noticed? I, I'm a huge Giants fan. You know, you can't tell me nothing. But what I've noticed about you guys and, and your Eagles, you know, we we all have to state the truth. You know, Jalen Hurts is a great athlete. Yes, he is. Okay, he's well managed. He yes. has a great image. Uh, it's spotless. Uh, he he does a lot of fantastic things, but I'm noticing that when the commentators uh, speak on him, you know they really don't keep him in in high regards. Like you know, people still knock Jalen Hurts out of the top five. He's clearly a top five quarterback. I mean, the, you know, the guy went to the Super Bowl. You know, you, you have the truth is the truth. He he's a great quarterback. He is. He really is. He right. He, but but every time they talk about your man Hurts, they always want to put him out of the top five, and they put Dak Prescott before him all the time. I never understood it. it it's like they have a, a vendetta against Hurts. Like, do you, have you seen it? What What are your thoughts on that? Be, they because, always seem to have because he, uh, uh, although he's on a different team, I respect the guy. Right. You know, I think he's a great player. But these dude, they, they, I think, I think a lot of these commentators, a lot of these, uh, you know, social media sports guys or blogs or whatever you want to call them you know they 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 reach and i think they reach so far just to put shit out there just for the shock value you know what i mean it's like kind of fat joe out there talking about how now all of a sudden the reason why they call him joey crack was because he had a crack in his ass and his crack in his ass is always showing that's the reason why no no 
Nigga, stop changing the narrative, nigga. You was a drug dealer back in the days, and that's what it is. Just accept it. You know what I mean? It's over now. Like, let, me, let me tell you something. Uh, but anyway. just, 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 just a side note. <laughs> these, these few gatekeepers that they have, you know, like Fat Joe, you, you know, we all know who they are. Oh, my goodness. They are really out here doing the most lying, just straight up lying, changing history. You you know, that that's why they, they say history goes to the victors. They decide what, what history gets to go out there. Fat these, Joe. Yo, this nigga is literally Fat Joe changing. Is, is, is really going Going out there and just straight up lying uh, about events, things he's done, things he, you, you know, things he hasn't done, and, and, and it's really, you know, fascinating to watch him transform into this guy who, right. who we know never existed. But but I'm sorry, go, go but back anyway, to, but to but back but back to Hertz, it, it you know, and that's what they that's what they're doing. Hertz is a phenomenal play, and I think it's just being at someone that good is making so much noise in the NFL and is doing so many great things in the NFL. And plus he's black. So that adds, you know, that adds more fuel to the fire. And then here's even more fuel to the fire, the fact that he has, like I said before, and I will continue to say it, has a team of strong black women that fucking runs his day to day and I think people get upset behind that. So you, you know what so I mean? you so you really think that that the commentators are going against uh Hertz because he has black representation, but not only black re- representation, female black, black representation. representation. And and you and you really feel that's a problem. I feel I feel that's a that's a threat because you know, like I said, this industry, you know, the sports industry has always been dominated by the pilgrims. Um, you know, you know, as far as agency wise, you know, it's, it's, it's hella dominated by these pilgrims. So even for a black agent, you know, whether a female or a black man to even crack the code of representing a top five level player, maybe a top 10, top 20, a first round player for, you know, second round player. It's unheard of. You know what I mean? Like you, you know, you see, you hear stories like I've been an agent. So you know how it is. It, it was like I had to work double triple time you know uh, alongside of these pilgrim counterparts in order to you know get a hold or have a meeting with the top player you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I've always you know I've always made it happen but you know somewhere down the line is you know when you try to pitch you know selling like hey this is what it is like let's keep everything in-house your business this is how you need to do it focus on your marketing your marketing should be done this way i think they get caught up in the hype of you know these uh octagons or caas or imgs and these companies that come in and you know like hey we have a plethora of these athletes you know first round picks and this is what we've done and this is what you get caught up in that glip, glamour and glitz and it's just like oh I want to do that you know what I mean like I've always talked about this story of when you know we were we were recruiting Skylar Diggins you know what I mean and you know we've put so much shit out in front of Skylar as far as you know having this Beverly Johnson makeup deal in place and having this you know um Lexus uh, marketing campaign, national marketing campaign in place, but then you fucking get a call from Jay Z and he fucking presents you with an old ass car that's still in his name, that's still signed under Rockefeller, and you fucking get caught up in the glamour and glitz, and it's just like, hey, you know what? We think we're gonna go here with this guy because of this. And I'm not, I'm not knocking her career. I'm not knocking what she's done because she's done 
excellent shit throughout the WNBA. You know, she's done shit for her community. She's done a lot. But it just shows, like, you know, what we had in place would have, you know, made her an actual face of a lot. But, you know, like I said, that's that's a that's another story. That's the ignorant book that's coming out with all of my past stories <laughs> and, and dealings and, and, and shit like that. But, yeah, like I said, they're they just trying to get a, get a hold of this man and they're just trying to ridicule this man. And I think, you know, I think he should just take that and focus and hone it in and use that as fuel to light that fire and you know win a championship you win one championship nigga you're good so so and that's so, what it is so i wanted to ask you so so you're saying there might be some uh, racial aspect you think you think probably that's possibly so, so i'm think, not saying i'm you, possibly you, possibly do you think that's what's going on with lamar jackson now, now lamar jackson is, is a top rated quarterback as well but still you know the analysts and the commentators don't hold him in, in the high same regard they don't as they do and this a quarterback man, from the san francisco 49ers man negotiated right, his a own fucking big ass contract a huge contract a huge by himself Correct. you know what i mean and it's not that hard they did the same shit to vince young's father right vince young's father came in right vince vince young was like what the number one quarterback or the number two quarterback at the time mm-hmm. and what his father did his father knew his father wasn't an attorney his father wasn't a, i mean he could have been a strong businessman but you know he probably doesn't know the ins and outs of sports like that but to fucking show the smartness and the fucking wittiness of fucking black people what he did was he went in and pulled out and called the the, the players association said listen i need the contracts of the last three former number one pick quarterbacks in the draft and fucking hired an attorney on a retainer and they fucking hashed out his rookie contract now if that's not being fucking smart i don't know what is but the thing is like i said you know these pilgrims you get involved with their money they want their money they want they you know and, and, and that's what that's what it is they couldn't get in to fucking have a black man just come in not realizing or not knowing anything just to do that it's fucking the most brilliant intelligent shit i've ever seen and i always look at that and think like yeah you can do that like if i sign a player let me go back and get the last contracts of these former players within that position within that you know within that 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 pick and kind of look to see what you can you know carve out and add and do so forth you know Nigga, this shit, the book is coming out, fam. <laughs> the book is coming. So, so you know, I, I, I kind of want to keep it here because I, I was listening to another podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, if y'all don't know, there's this uh, gentleman. His name is Dr. Umar Johnson. And he was on the podcast uh, talking to the host about uh, Vanessa Bryant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vanessa Bryant is the widow of Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. And, and what he suggested or what he just uh, plain said is that, you know, Kobe should have married within his race right. because uh, Vanessa Bryant is, is not uh, African descent right. and, and she's not giving, you know, those monies that she earned through Kobe's death back so, to the community. Yeah. So is there credence to that? So, so is, is that true? So, so should she be? Giving like is that is so that his one, business? So is he one, right? Is one he wrong? thing? One thing. He doesn't know what she's doing. Correct. Right. That's one thing. Correct. He, he doesn't know what she's doing. First off, Kobe has the Mamba Academy, right, where he develops a lot of young 
basketball players, a lot of female basketball players and male basketball, whatever it is, right? That funding is within that school or within that 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 facility. Right. So, you know, yes, are there underprivileged youth, you know, players that are coming into that program to play? Possibly. We just don't know that because we don't have the access to see right. what's going on, right? Um, is she definitely utilizing, you know, his image and likeness as, right. as well as Gigi's image and likeness to continue to push, the you legacy. know, their, their legacy forward? I believe so. Okay. You know what I mean? I believe so. But, you know, with, with that statement that he said is a catch-22, I understand what he's saying because it's like... You know, if a black man dates outside his race or marries outside of his race, now you have to adapt to that person's culture, you know, and, you know, for whatever instance, you know, for whatever reason, you know, of course he, you know, this man hates pilgrims, but my thing is, I want to know, nigga, you was asking people for their grit money to fucking build schools Correct. in Africa, Correct. but I have not seen one school, you know, Built, you know what I'm saying. I have not seen one fucking brick go up, you know. So and 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 then there's there's rumors and and allegations out there that you fucking took the money and you spent it, you know, on your own. And yet there's continuously video, you know, continuing, you know, there's videos that continue to be posted of you hollering at these at these white females. So nigga, you are a you are a fucking oxymoron sometimes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, and it, you just get on my fucking nerves. So, so you know, I, ju I just want to say this. Even though the show's called Ignorant No No Are Those, we are progressive uh, men here. Uh, we do not discriminate on uh, Yo, people's race, we uh, don't. Uh, gender, sexuality. We, we don't care about none of that. If you're good, we, we go on people's character. But but these are interesting conversations that we should have. And my, my feelings on Dr. Umer is, is that he should be a little bit more respectful. You know, Vanessa Bryant uh, lost her husband. Right. And, and, a child. And, and a child and, and I personally think he should mind his business And stay About out of that That, that has nothing that to do right. with, with his agenda and, and to, and to But be then frank, you have to understand We don't know what's going on Behind closed and, doors and that's because, the thing, that She you know, could be because, because you have two sides of the family right. Fighting over this one man's estate Correct You know what I'm saying And until things are settled Until things are fucking hashed out Maybe she can go back to continue to do, but of course, Kobe still has has a legacy, has a partnership with Nike. Of course, they're pumping money. Like we don't know, we just don't know what's going on and, and until to, you and, are actually in it, in it, and helping. And, and to be frank, my, my just mind your business. That that's Basically. not even your business. And, and, and he should be worried more about his school, of course, uh, that he took donations for, by the way. Yeah, and and, and he hasn't produced it. And uh, nigga, I I donated three ninety nine, <laughs> which could have got me a fucking box of grits that I could have had with my fish with my fish and eggs but yet I put that money to it so nigga you owe me three dollars and 99 cent <laughs> bitch ass <laughs> so, so so continuing the conversation what 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 do you yeah. thought uh, uh, uh mayor swag had? he's been quiet lately what what do you think is yeah. going on with him uh, he, he, he's, he's, he's been over cut. he's over you think he's done he's over he he has to be quiet he has to chill i think uh, it, i haven't seen him in the party i haven't seen him promoting his son's album right right i haven't seen him promoting any documentary for those that don't remember mayor swag is, is cold cold word aka 
uh, Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City. Yeah. So I haven't seen any of that. I don't know what this dude is doing, but you know, whatever. I I I really don't care. Like 2024, I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to do some big shit. So you know, we, we're both trying to do some big uh, shit for 2024. Absolutely. And I think just I mean we could talk about him for shits and giggles. Of course. But for right now, there's nothing to talk about because we have not seen this dude do a press conference at all ever since he got caught up in all of these scandals right now so he's laying low mm-hmm. and he's doing what any other black brother would do if he gets caught up except your man Diddy because your man Diddy's always posting up please lord help me I need your prayers <laughs> nigga fuck out of here nigga so so is your yeah. man Diddy canceled he's canceled for right now we don't know for how long but we right now your, your man is canceled and that, here's the funny shit your man TD T. Jakes <laughs> may be canceled as well and now they're confusing T.D. Jakes with fucking Bobby Brown because they both look alike now. If you put an image of Bobby Brown right now. No, listen, listen. Oh I just gosh. saw I just saw a meme. If you put fucking Bobby Brown or what he looks like right now <laughs> alongside what T.D. Jakes oh, looks like no. right now with the big milk dud face oh, and, and the fucking gosh. salt and pepper goatee and all that niggas are saying they confused Bobby Brown with fucking T.D. Jakes and I'm like no nigga that's T.D. Jakes no, please no. do not put my man Bobby Brown yeah, in the mix I'm not, of I'm all gonna, of that I'm shit I'm not gonna disrespect Bobby, no. my man Bobby Brown do like. not put that nigga in the mix of none of that Bobby Brown is on tour he's doing a residency in Vegas with New Edition let them niggas live and get their money and Thank let you. that man you know, it's, it's his prerogative to do what the fuck he wants to do. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and, and you know, speaking of residencies, right, I want to know, what do you consider a residency in Vegas? What do you consider a residency? Like, break it down. A residency is, is when an artist or performer right. uh, stays in one location uh, for more than uh, six months. For more know? than six months. Yeah, now, I consider that a residency. So now I've been seeing Jodeci is doing a residency. Wu-Tang Clan is doing a residency. And I think there's some other group. I don't know what it is. They're doing a residency, right? Mm -hmm. But these residencies are only four shows. There are four shows. It's just a weekend show. (laughs) These dudes are not doing residencies. Now, for them to perform in Vegas is huge. It's huge. But... Please stop calling it a residency. So, so you think they're they're starting to use that word uh, too loosely? Niggas is just doing an Airbnb <laughs> show. You go down there for four days, and nigga, you're bouncing. You're out of here. That's it. Right. You, you're just doing a weekend <laughs> tour. That, that's not a residency. You know, residency is a little bit something more serious. You get offered huge amounts of money right. to stay in one location for you, six months for, or for, so. I, you know, I always say six months or more. I, I think that's uh, an official residency, and, and it's worth your while to stay in one location instead of tour from place to place right so that's what I consider it but 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 you're right I, I don't see the Jodeci I didn't even know it was what four days I, I didn't know they they were they were touring for that short amount of time I thought it was an actual residence but they where, they bigging this shit up like it's the the most beautiful as shit ever in Vegas and I'm like dude there's only four shows so so let me ask you this <laughs> if, if you if you could go to Vegas to see one residency who is the artist you would like to see at that residency in Vegas and, and you would pay top dollar to go see 
Wow. It, it could that's it, huge. It, it could it could be anything. It could be a hip hop star. It could be a pop star. It could be whoever whoever you want. Like who I would, would love you to pay? see. I will. I would pay to go see Missy. Wow, that's a residency in Vegas. You I would pay what? my money to go see Missy Elliott. You you know what? That is a great great suggestion because you Missy, never know what you're gonna get. Missy Elliott. If you haven't seen Missy Elliott perform, she puts out. She puts on a fantastic show. She is uh, she is one of the most creative uh, artists of our time. Of course, she's uh, iconic. She she makes great music. Right. She deserves a residency in Vegas. In, in Vegas. But it, it's gonna be it's gonna have to be for more than hundred million because you know Missy yes. likes to go all out. She she loves a good stage presence. And it has to be at a fucking location. You know what? She should just do her residency at that fucking sphere. I think that's, that's a, it. I think that's a great idea. You know what I'm saying? That, and that's it. I think Wu Tang Clan and Jodeci are doing their residencies at the Tropicana. I'm not too sure what the fuck is going on, but <laughs> <laughs> it really is the Tropicana. But you just made that up. Tropicana in Atlantic City. The Tropicana in Atlantic City. Our Las Vegas. <laughs> Word. <laughs> no disrespect to Jodeci or no Wu Tang. No disrespect to none of them. That, but get yo, that bag. But get the bag, son. But uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Missy like, Elliott. That's, that, that's yeah, a great. That'd be that'd be a fucking uh, a, a ass um, fucking residency show. You know what I mean? So so you know you you sent me this the other day. Uh, mm-hmm. You know it, it was uh, footage of Dame Dash mm-hmm. uh, talking about that he still owns uh, Rockefeller Inc. Yes. Do you do you understand what it because I, I I didn't quite understand like what does that mean? So he's still he's still an owner of it, so he can still so, go out and bring back the artists from from yesteryear and bring them out now under Rockefeller. So from what I was trying to piece together is so Rockefeller, I guess you know you have Rockefeller LLC, mm-hmm. which was owned by Jay Z and Biggs, and that's the way Jay Z was able to acquire his masters through that company but then you know there's Rockefeller Inc which is Rockefeller Incorporated so I'm you know I'm I'm you know when you you know when you get into doing an LLC and an incorporation they're kind of like two different business models you know what I mean no, and, and I have to stop you for so, because I, I know you you're very knowledgeable of all that LLC and Inc yeah uh, how how is is someone able to do like if you already have Rockefeller Inc so, so Dame Dash has Rockefeller. How is Jay Z able to do a Rockefeller LLC if, if that product it, already exists be, with the merchandising and and the artists and all of that involved? In fact, you know Dame Dash still, still owns the the masses. He said he's, doubt. he owns the mat. So, so, so how was Jay Z able to do that? Well, I mean, you know, if you have great lawyers mm. and you have, you know, great TIs behind you mm-hmm. to make this shit happen, you know. You know, you can form an LLC, and I think you can. You, I think a company can have. You know, I think a company can be an S corp, LLC, um, an incorporation. You know, you can have various. Like they could be one umbrella, right? So there's one. Do you know umbrella. which one is better? A LLC, which is LLC. Is, is the a limited liability company, which removes you from being targeted 
personally. Um, personally, right. So and, and, and they, they, like, if you're getting, so if you were to get sued or anything like that, they can't sue you individually. They sue the business. And is that the itself. same case with uh, incorporation? And incorporation is a uh, is is something totally different. I think with the within the corporation, you know, you own that. So you know, if they sue you, they can then sue you individually and sue the business. I believe, really? right? So yeah. now, wow. I mean, don't take my word for it. Um, you know, you should always consult with a CPA or, you know, someone within the, the financial business that understands and can really break that down for you. But, you know, in layman's terms, it, you know, from what I'm reading and what I'm putting, you know, from what I'm getting from all of that is that, you know, Dame still owns Rockefeller and, you know, he does still own you know, I don't know if he owns partial of the masters or he owns fifty percent of those masters. Right, he owns reasonable doubt, right? Fifty percent of it. If he or, owns fifty percent, yeah, a third of it, whatever it is, you know, um, I think that's what he was trying to and sell that is his the portion. Album. Yeah, right, that is the so album. that's the album that fucking made, made that company, Correct. made Jay Z. They all put their monies involved and they put their money. They come up with a great product, but you know, from what he was saying, yeah, you know, he, you know, I don't know if he has ownership of all of those masters. From you know Memphis Bleak or right. Benny Siegel right. or State Property, you know that's what he's saying. He's saying he has the masters or owns the rights to those artists like Beanie Siegel, State Property, um, you know Dipset, you know Cam when they were all signed to that label. Maybe he can put out those, but I don't think he'll be able to touch any of those Jay Z albums, being that those albums could be you know recorded and signed under. The LLC I don't know You right. know what I mean So right. You know that, that I'm getting into realms Right now That I probably Don't have a full understanding But have right. Partial knowledge of it And I could be right I could be wrong You know You know, Yeah because it's interesting Dame has been a, a, a bit outspoken lately I, I, You know I feel like Dame uh, Knows that something Is coming down the pipeline Because mm-hmm. he's been talking A lot about it He's been talking a lot About betrayals and, Right And he's been talking about uh, Jay's character And you know The stuff that's going on With Diddy and, and we all know that Diddy and Jay-Z are very close friends. Of course. And, and you know, the internet is all in the flux and say, oh, you know, Dame is holding on to the past. Right. Uh, if he was so good, he could have made another Jay-Z. But he, in fact, did make another Jay-Z, right? He did it with Kanye West. Right. Because he's the one that found Kanye West, correct? Yes, he signed. He took the chance and signed Kanye West to Rockefeller. Right. And and, and, and that turned out to be, forget it, an amazing Phenomenal, investment. you know what I mean? And, and speaking of Kanye, uh, you know, he put out another apology after you know uh saying <laughs> controversial oh uh things again about uh a certain community you you know what, like how controversial like you know i mean so i have a bit that i that i that i wrote right where you know i say you know my boy moved from flatbush brooklyn to williamsburg which is one of the most safest communities in Brooklyn, you know what I mean? Like he was out, which is an all Jewish community. Mm-hmm. You know, he moved to that community. You know, we were out two in the morning drinking, we're safe, you know what I mean? And I said, I just don't feel safe when Jewish people are in my community because <laughs> one, I'm scared that they're gonna purchase my building and my rent is gonna increase, you know what I'm saying? And then I continue to go on to say is that's what happens. You go to sleep, you wake up in the morning, your whole neighborhood is purchased. And I'm like, yo, they gave them Israel. Now they want to take Brooklyn from us. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, but, but you know, the, the, the difference between you and Kanye. Uh, Should I issue an apology? No, you, 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 know, you know what? No, you shouldn't issue an apology. And this is why. You know, comedians for me 
they're kind of responsible for putting a spotlight on things that are going on in society. Right. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you don't have to agree with everything a comedian says. You know, it may it may be funny, it may not be funny, but I feel like comedians get a pass. Like, they have a black card. Like, they are able to say things that perhaps a Kanye or an right. artist like that who's influential has a lot of children following him, you know, a lot of kids following him, and, and, and you know, it might be... But I want to be a role model. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a role uh, model. You know, and, and that's that's what I just said, folks. He is a comedian, <laughs> and clearly he does not want to be a role model. <laughs> and see, that, that's what I'm saying. You know, you know, co- comedians have an automatic pass. We might not like what they're saying all the time. You know, Dave, Dave Chappelle got in trouble a couple of times for this. And, you know, people have to remember that Dave Chappelle is a comedian. Right. And and, and this is what comedians do. And, and if you if you are thin-skinned, perhaps you shouldn't go see a comedian like Dave Chappelle. And you shouldn't this podcast you. either. Yeah, he, right. He challenged you. Yeah, exactly. Just like us, we challenge you. We challenge your, your thoughts and perspectives. And, you know, maybe we might change it. Maybe we might not. But exactly. the thing is, is to have different things going on in your head. You know, we, we, we shouldn't be one thing or another. We, we should have a variety of ideas. You, you know, we, we should be able to have a conversation, right? A dialogue. Of course. And, and and accept different points of view. And that's what we call America, right? Right. <laughs> that, that's, that's why that's, that's why we're all we here for America. Right. That's why we're here for. But yet again, the migrants that are moving to America said they're moving back to Mexico <laughs> because the American dream does not exist does here. Does not exist they're here. They're fucking running around saying, yo, Joe Biden tricked them into coming to the U.S. and there's nothing out here. They said the American dream doesn't exist. You know what else doesn't exist? Cryptocurrency, my guy. Cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, I have to admit, you know, the, the yeah. one that put, you're, you're the one that put me onto cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. You know, I still quite don't understand it. I never understood. Kind, kind of, sort of like what NFT. Uh, when when you talk, NFT, yeah, when you know. taught me about that, I still never grasped it. Never got involved. And 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 this that's, is that's a class for another day because I still is, don't. Before get Before we get out of here, this is how cryptocurrency could be best explained to anybody that wants to invest in cryptocurrency or uh, invest in an NFT. Nigga, just imagine a brother playing three-card Monty and telling you to find the red card. And once he flips those cards around, he'll tell you, add the money. (laughs) And once you put that money down and he flips that card and it's a black card, boom, you lost all your money. That's what fucking cryptocurrency is. That's what fucking NFTs are. It's all made up. It's just poof <laughs> in the air. You either win it or you don't. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. Hopefully you can gamble on it. Right. And you may win something. But nigga, it's, you're not going to. Cryptocurrency right now is like fucking parlays on fucking DraftKings and all that. Nigga. Like <laughs> right, you, right. You know what I'm saying? Parlays. Like you, you put that money down on a parlay right. and hoping that you're going to win. And, and, and fucking crypto. Once you put that money on a crypto and it goes up, it's like you're, you're getting money. Like, oh shit. I mean, look, look. Look at my return on my investment son look at my return on my investment and then next week that fucking parlay or that crypto will shoot the fuck down and nigga you're stuck with only one percent of that oh a penny 
So Crazy. Nigga, it's just it's just it's just gambling. You know, you either you put it in if you think it's gonna hit, it may hit. You know what I'm saying? It was big during the pandemic because fucking Trump was giving us stimulus money and what did niggas do? They took that money invest in crab legs and fucking crab shacks and cryptocurrency. That's the only reason why. And, and, once Trump and, and, start, that, and that's not a lie, folks. That's right. not a lie. And once Trump, Trump start give, stopped giving us that money, nigga, cryptocurrency fell. And, and everybody those, went to jail. And all those fucking crab shakes and crab labs and closed crab down. closed the fuck down. And a lot of people went to jail. And yes, it definitely did. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> you know, me personally, I, I think we should just go back to the the gold standard. Mm-hmm. You know, just back back to currency. We should go back to the barter system. Yeah, nigga. barter system. You, we we may be going back to the barter system nigga. in a minute. Word. Yeah, but but yeah, I think we we should just go back to the gold standard. I think that's the best way to go. It is. It is. But and I, I think and I think that's what banks need to do. And I mean, you know, when the banks shut down, nigga, they they've been saying the banks are gonna close and we were gonna have no money, but yet we still have money and you know and and thank god like let's just let's continue to save because we not know we not we don't know what's gonna happen in 2024 april what you said april 8th april 8th 2024 <laughs> from that moment <laughs> on and from that moment oh on, my goodness. you know the u.s is gonna go through transformation so I, i'm thinking you know and they're maybe not gonna a, transition right they're going when, through a transformation right so <laughs> so we we might get a bank collapse we we, we may see more war you know things of that yeah. nature so prepare you know I, I think everybody should prepare and when I mean to, about preparing I mean you know stock extra water mm-hmm. extra food and make sure you're able to sustain yourself for three three months or longer if Word. possible if you can Word. that's what that's what we're talking about here exactly on and on that note I'm your boy Wavy McGuire aka the lazy genius aka the loving hip-hop comedian I'm with my boy the Brooklyn Basquiat happy new year see you happy next time happy new year we out